South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Clothing Connections is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Shared Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. It's time for one of our final Sheridan County Fair hourly updates presented in part by Harlan Kubota. Truebill Builders, McDonald's, Black Tooth Large Animal Service in the Parkman Bar. What a huge night last night. Everyone's tired. The Youth Livestock Sale. Thank you, everyone, coming out, bidding on the animals that our youth presented last night. And thank you from everyone involved with the livestock sale. Today is the static pickup and get your state fair information, okay? Check out the Everything Sheridan County Fair page on SheridanMedia.com. We'll leave it up for a little bit so you can see all the photo galleries, interviews, stories, live stream, archive events. This final Sheridan County Fair update has been presented in part by, please thank our sponsors. Couldn't do it all week long without them. Heartland Kubota, the Parkman Bar, Truebill Builders, McDonald's, and Black Tooth Large Animal Service. Make sure you go to our website, sharedmedia.com. Click on the Everything County Fair channel and take a look at what happened over the last week. Thanks, everyone, for an outstanding, successful year. Hey there, folks. Is your water well just not the well you want? Feeling like you're stuck in a drought? You tired of waiting for water like it's a slow-moving turtle? Well, lift your head up high and take a walk in the sunshine. Call 307 Wildcat Well Service and they'll have water flowing like a river. They know where the good water is and how to drill for it. If your current well is leaving you high and dry, Google 307 Wildcat Well Service for water. Cool, clear water. Did you know that Sheridan has some of the most advanced surgical technology in the country? Sheridan Memorial Hospital's state-of-the-art Da Vinci robotic system allows our highly trained team of surgeons to perform above and beyond traditional methods, offering a shorter hospital stay, less pain, and reduced recovery time with a safe, minimally invasive procedure. Learn more at SheridanRoboticSurgery.com. Sheridan Memorial Hospital, award-winning healthcare right here at home. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies, Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats, too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Joining me this morning by phone, is Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen of the Wyoming Highway Patrol. Good morning, LT. Morning, Floyd. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going pretty good. Our weather over here is uh, pretty nice. It's not too hot yet outside. Where are you this morning? Uh, I'm sitting just outside of Sundance right now. Um, 
hanging out here, watching traffic go by, and enjoying some cooler weather as well. It's not even 60 degrees over here, so um, it, it's a different rally this year, um, weather-wise, for sure. Last few years that I can think of has all been really, really, really warm, and uh, this year was nice. Yesterday, it rained almost all day over here, so it was. Uh, it's been a a little slower moving as far as bike traffic because of the weather, um, but uh, still, still a lot of people. And I mean, gosh, the sun is shining today, though. It is gorgeous. It's not going to get crazy hot today. Um, it'll be a good day to to come see the tower. To get out and ride a little bit, huh? Get out and ride a little bit for <laughs> sure, and you'll hear you'll hear a lot of roaring of bikes. There's a big old group of bikes getting ready to come by me right now. So I was just going to say, be. just as we said that, we heard a bike roar by you. Uh, now, there are a lot of folks out there, and this rally is a pretty big deal. Has the South Dakota Highway Patrols sought assistance in the past, or do you guys have an MOU uh, between the two states when it comes to this rally? So we have a we have an MOU that goes year-round um, where we have the authority to go into South Dakota and help them out. They have the authority to come into Wyoming and help us out. So um, that MOU has been in place for quite a few years. I couldn't tell you exactly how long. Um, but we've had that, and that, that MOU is, is active year-round. Uh, but during the rally, it definitely um, helps when we can shoot people that way if they need help. They can shoot people our way if we need help. Um, but primarily, each state stays within their their jurisdictional boundaries and uh, takes care of business and then will help out if needed and requested. So, Now, is that um, just with South Dakota, or do we have something like that with Montana up here in District 4 as well? We do not. We don't have anything with Montana yet. Um, it's a work in progress. So we used to have it years and years ago, back in the 80s, um, fun Wyoming Highway Patrol history fact. Back in the 80s and early 90s, the Wyoming Highway Patrol actually used to work crashes all the way up to about Lodge Grass. They would go into Montana and help out because the closest troopers in Montana at the time were in Billings. Oh, wow. And so it was easier for a, a Wyoming Highway Patrolman to go up into Montana to help people out, take care of stuff. So I have a box that sits in my office that I've kept um, since I got up here. I found it of old uh, citation books for Montana and old crash manuals and crash forms, handwritten crash forms for the state of Montana from back when we used to do that. Um, I just think it's kind of cool that we have it, and that's a little bit of our own history, and I thought, man, we better hold on to that because that's not something that a lot of people know about. No, yeah, I'd never heard that. Uh, And, of course, the 80s, not as populated uh, back in the 80s around this area. Um, I could I could see an MOU existing between states during that, especially during that time, having to go all that way from Billings down to the state line. I mean, that's, what, an hour? Uh, an hour hustling. And that's, Yeah. That's, if you're in a hurry, an hour. Now, we, we, s- sure. we see folks traveling, uh, but for those of us who've never been to that side of the state during these things they may not understand the amount of motorcycles that are on the road right now in that area how crazy 
is it? I mean, is there is is it just bikes everywhere? So again, I think weather has kind of tempered that a little bit. Today will be a busy day, especially up north. There's a large event that's going on in Alzada, Montana, little itty bitty Alzada, Montana. A lot of people listening probably never even heard of the town, um, but it is just over the Wyoming border, north of Hewlett, and they have a great big party that's going on today. Um, it's kind of a, a a crude word for the party, so I won't share that, but. Uh, they have a big party that's going on at a bar up in Alzada today that it brings a lot of people in. Um, and so they're, uh, they're getting ready for that party that starts at 2 o'clock this afternoon. So we'll have a lot of traffic, especially on that northern stretch on um, US-212 that cuts just the top corner. And then everybody that goes up to that party takes the opportunity to drive down, see Devil's Tower, um, and then they'll come down either into Sundance or they'll take a little state highway called Wyoming 24 back into Belfouche and then over into Sturgis. So today and tomorrow are definitely the busiest days. And, yeah, when you talk about the amount of bike traffic, there's enough that um, it, it makes it unsafe to pass. Uh, you really are just kind of in your lane and you're driving with the flow of traffic. If that flow of traffic is 40 miles an hour, you're going 40 miles an hour, and there's no real way for you to get around traffic to get around bikes because there will be lines of – 40, 50, 100 bikes in one big line um, side by side with one another. So you'll you'll come into large crowds for sure of bikes that, that you just have to be patient and uh, give it time and, and you'll get to where you need to go. And uh, for folks listening out there, uh, make sure that you're following, I would suggest, at least two seconds uh, behind a motorcycle. That's one thing that I've noticed. I've got some family who uh, ride motorcycles quite a bit. Um, and you give them that time. If you pass a speed post or a mile marker, count one one thousand to one thousand. That's that's the distance you should be behind a motorcycle. Uh, because if that individual, if something happens and they fall off, you need the time to react. Uh, so make sure that you're you're staying back far enough. Now, sir, the highest number I could find on record for Sturgis was twenty fifteen. I'm not sure what was going on, if that was an anniversary or not. Uh, they had an attendance of 739,000 individuals. Uh, does, it, does the number feel anywhere close to that this year? Not at all. I was actually here in 2015 for that rally. That was the 75th anniversary of the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. So this year is the 83rd. So 2015 was the 75th anniversary, and that was incredible to see the number of bikes on the road. Um, I'll never forget, I was sitting in a little, it was just a, a pasture um, pullout from the highway right outside of Devil's Tower, and I was parked there. And what we did is we just segmented troopers into different areas all along this northeastern area of Wyoming, and you just stayed in your little area. And I was sitting in a little pullout right by Devil's Tower um, that was just, like I said, an entrance to a pasture. And there was a line of bikes to go into the tower that went from the turnoff to the tower almost all the way back to Hewlett. Holy cow. And that's a – you're looking at roughly five, six miles of highway, and it was just a solid line of bikes. And you couldn't you couldn't go anywhere. It was one of those that – if we had to respond to something where somebody was hurt, you'd be driving in the grass 
in the ditch because you wouldn't be able to really fit down the road. Um, it was incredible to see that year. It was it's cool to to have gotten to witness that, but definitely not those kind of numbers here um, this year. Now, if you were to say that the most cited offense that you and your team are seeing this year, uh, primarily from motorcyclists, what would you say that was? Um, motorcyclists this year, um, speed is still up there. Uh, like to hustle, like to go fast. Um, stop violations. So, and and I know some people may have heartburn with this, but when you have a big group of people, right, a big group of bikes. Um, and you come to an intersection where you have to stop. It's not just the first two bikes that have to stop and then everybody gets to go, right? Like you stop and then the next two that come up, they have to stop. Then the next two that come up, they have to stop, so on and so forth. Um, You have to stop at that stop sign as you come up to it. And we get a lot of times we get groups of bikes that'll come up, the first two will stop, and then when those two proceed, the entire group just goes. And obviously that they're not following the law in that they need to stop make sure that it's clear and safe to enter the roadway and then proceed so uh, those those are usually pretty big ones um we changed our handlebar height law that changed uh two years ago i believe uh no last year i take it back last year it changed um where we no longer have a handlebar height regulation in wyoming so that used to be one uh this year obviously it's not something that we're we're looking at uh, and then the headlight law is another one that we get a lot of bikes for, which is really important just to help with that visibility. So the state of Wyoming requires, if you're riding a motorcycle, that your headlight has to be on regardless day or night. You have to have your headlight on at all times while you're driving. Um, and that is just to help increase your visibility so people can see you while you're driving down the road. Um, and we still get that quite often with bikes running around with no headlight on because the handlebar law uh and and this explains a lot of things that i've seen in the past year because i I've, I've seen some individuals out there and i've wondered how the heck are they are they getting away with this the handlebar law used to be you were not allowed to have your wrists above your shoulders am i correct that is correct yeah, hands had to hands had to stay at or below the shoulders and, and you had to be yeah, still. and now I'm seeing apangers uh, as they're commonly yep. known all over the place, and so that actually explains yep. quite a bit. If you were to say uh, the largest club that you've seen this year, if you were to estimate the amount of bikes in that club this year, what would you say that was? Well, it's been hard because it's been raining so much that everybody's in rain gear, so I don't. See <laughs> Everyone's hiding, yeah. <laughs> So everybody's kind of incognito this year because they're all wearing their rain gear. Uh, I was actually thinking about that um, yesterday running around. I was like, man, I don't know who anybody is right now because they all got their helmets on and they all got rain gear on. So I don't know who is who. So I, I really couldn't give you an honest answer on that one, Floyd. It, it, they're, they're hiding well from us this year. <laughs> yeah, the rain's keeping them, keeping them concealed. Now, I imagine most yeah. of these are cruiser-style bikes, right? Or, or, do you see a lot of speeder or bullet bikes when you're out there? No, not many. I mean, we do see a handful, but gosh, to even give you a ratio, it'd probably be a 1,000 to 1 maybe, maybe even oh, wow. more of that. So it's quite a bit more on the cruisers. Um very 
very few. I saw, in fact, I think all day yesterday, I can only remember seeing one um, bullet bike. And, uh, yeah, I, I, there was one leaving Hewlett yesterday that I remember seeing because um, I commented to myself that, man, look at him hiding amongst all of the Harleys. So he uh, he was it. That was the only one. Now, in years past, uh, I know when this first started, it was basically four larger clubs to come and gather and uh, celebrate the idea of motorcycles and being together. Has that shifted? Are you seeing a lot more retirees type of situations, people out there on their gold wings, people out there on their big expensive Harleys, or is this still primarily like a club celebration? Oh, no, it's definitely more of just an Americana come ride your Harley in Sturgis, check out the Black Hills, check out Devil's Tower. Um, We had last week the uh, Hells Angels Motorcycle Club had their annual yearly get-together in Spearfish. So they they were here in numbers last week, but they've already kind of dissipated out. And, uh, man, I find a lot of doctors, lawyers, cops, teachers, um, accountants from all sorts of different backgrounds, all sorts of different ways of life um, out here on their bike, enjoying the scenery, having a good time. Um, so it's definitely just become kind of that, that tourist destination. If you like riding a motorcycle, you have to bucket list Sturgis at least once in your life. And that's, that's what it is. And it has, it's interesting that you talk about the, the age demographic there too. Um, it is definitely an older crowd for sure. Um, you don't see as many younger kids, uh, 20s, 30s. I'm going to call them kids. Cause I still feel that way, Floyd, even though I'm not even in my thirties, but I'm still going to hold on to it, buddy. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, not, not much of that age. I mean, they're here. Don't get me wrong. They're definitely here, but the vast majority are your, um, your older retiree, um, kind of hailing into the end of the career age group. Absolutely. I, I kind of, started to pick up on that even just some of the motorcycles uh, that i see here on the road a lot of those individuals you know there's a bit of gray sticking out from underneath that helmet and so i i had to ask that question i was wondering about that i got to take a quick commercial break when we come back we're going to have more with our wyoming highway patrol you're listening to public pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 fm sheridan It's time for one of our final Sheridan County Fair hourly updates presented in part by Harlan Kubota. True Build Builders, McDonald's, Black Dude, Large Animal Service, and the Parkman Bar. What a huge night last night. Everyone's tired. The Youth Livestock Sale. Thank you, everyone, coming out, bidding on the animals that our youth presented last night. And thank you from everyone involved with the livestock sale. Today is the static pickup and get your state fair information, okay? Check out the Everything Sheridan County Fair page on SheridanMedia.com. We'll leave it up for a little bit so you can see all the photo galleries, interviews, stories, live stream, archive events, 
This final Sheridan County Fair update has been presented in part by, please thank our sponsors. Couldn't do it all week long without them. Heartland Kubota, the Parkman Bar, Truebill Builders, McDonald's, and Black Tooth Large Animal Service. Make sure you go to our website, SheridanMedia.com, click on the Everything County Fair channel, and take a look at what happened over the last week. Thanks, everyone, for an outstanding, successful year. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Clothing Connections is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. The YO Theater Performing Arts and Education Center is excited to celebrate the arts in Sheridan with award-winning blues artist Kevin Burt and Big Medicine. Friday, August 18th at 7 p.m. than 25 years, Kevin Burt has been electrifying audiences with his warm voice and powerful presence. His soul-inspired presentation is unique, reminiscent of artists like Bill Withers and Aaron Neville. Join in celebration of the arts in Sheridan with Kevin Burt and Big Medicine, August 18th. Get your tickets now at the Wyo Theater box office or online at wyotheater.com. Have equipment that works as hard as you do all year long. CNB has a wide selection of compact utility tractors that'll help you get the job done. During CNB's summer blowout event, you can get your own compact utility tractor for zero money down and zero percent interest for 84 months. Whether you're mowing, tilling, or thinking about pushing heavy snow, a compact utility tractor is versatile and can help you with any task. This zero percent zero money down offer won't last forever. Visit the team of experts or check out the inventory online at DeerEquipment.com. That's D-W-E-R Equipment.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guest this morning is Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen. He's joining us by phone as currently he's in Sundance, Wyoming, near the South Dakota border. He's watching over our freeways over there as the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally is ongoing. Uh, I do believe it comes to a conclusion on August 13th. Uh, LT, I was just wondering real quick before I kind of move on to other things for folks traveling the freeway in that direction, is there any other advice that you would like to give them? Uh, be patient uh, and, and the, the clubs sometimes are so large you can't pass them. What else should we keep our heads on swivels for? And I tell you what, especially with the weather that we're having, um, really giving them their space. I don't know how many people that are listening have ever tried to ride a motorcycle in the rain, but it is not fun, and it is, it's difficult. So if you can give them their space, if you're passing them, don't just go screaming by them. Kind of creep on by them slowly um, and, and allow them to get moving down the road. It's and be be alert. You lose a bike and it lays down on its side because it hydroplane slid on the water. You're gonna they're gonna go any which way. So 
um, be paying attention. And think about this, too. That bike is going to be able to stop pretty quick. So as Floyd talked about following distances, um, those bikes can stop really fast if there's some type of hazard in the way. So you have to be able to react quickly to avoid hitting the back of them if they have to react to a hazard real fast. So so be aware of that. Pay attention to that. Um, to all my all my friends out there that, that ride bikes, um, whether or not you're a fan of it, put that helmet on. It does help. It does save lives. Helmets are important. I know we don't have a law in the state of Wyoming, but I tell you what, they are uh, – I've personally witnessed crashes where – um, that helmet made a difference. So, uh, so if you can throw that sucker on there, um, it's gonna it's gonna help. Uh, yeah, and just just ride safe, have fun, enjoy, watch out for wildlife, enjoy the scenery. We're gonna have bikes around this area too, probably through the end of August. Um, the rally, like you said, ends around the 13th. There's already people that are coming and going. We're already getting people that are starting to leave, but uh, the the vast majority will pull out friday saturday um but there'll still be people traveling through the area stopping by to buy their sturgis t-shirt and uh, go check out the towers go check out mount rushmore so so there'll be they'll still be here just not in the masses as much after this upcoming weekend has it been pretty safe uh are the number of accidents lower this year oh i don't like answering that question man (laughs) It uh, it's so far so far it's been a good rally. Okay, so okay, we'll leave it at rally. that. People so are, I don't uh, paying attention. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. Uh, so we'll we'll just leave it right there. Uh, before I let you go, sir, we've got a lot of construction going on around here. We've got resurfacing projects. We've got some uh, foundational work happening just outside of Sheridan. There are a lot of speed zones, but uh, I, I'm I'm gonna say you know I've witnessed a great many people ignoring those speed zones just on my travels from Sheridan to Buffalo and vice versa every day. Uh, why is this such a problem? It's that inconvenience, right? People, people are in a hurry. People have somewhere to be. They plan for just enough time to get from point A to point B. And, uh, that it's an inconvenience to be slowed down. So if they don't have to slow down, they're not going to. And, and that's, that's really what I see. That's what I hear from a lot of people. Um, we definitely get some of the excuses of, well, I didn't even know that, that the speed limit dropped. Anybody that's been driving for any amount of time, to include my 17-year-old daughter, um, knows that if you come into a construction zone, you have to reduce your speed. So um, we hear that a lot, but, but it truly just comes down to um, not planning accordingly, not giving yourself enough time, and uh, so they they get inconvenienced by the the reduced speed and don't want to have to slow down. So that's that's really what it comes down to. And so, man, take your time and and respect the people that are out there trying to make the highway better for you to drive on, and uh, give them give them a break. I remember those signs used to be up all the time that says construction ahead, give them a break. And, and really that's, there's a lot of truth to that. Let these guys do the work that they need to do, um, respect the work that they're doing, and the best way to show them that level of respect and concern for them is by slowing down and giving them the room that they need to do the job that they've been asked to do. 
Absolutely, and I greatly appreciate that, sir. You know, that's somebody's dad, that's somebody's mom out there holding that sign and and doing all that work. So just keep that in mind. It could be yours. Uh, just slow down in these construction zones. Uh, what is the penalty for speeding in a construction zone? Now, some signs have it listed. It's like a fine and a half. Uh, what's the standard penalty for that? That, that's pretty accurate. It's about a fine and a half. Um, I know some states actually double their fines. Wyoming does not. Um, so, yeah, what would normally be a speeding ticket for, say, 10 over, would now you were going to add 50% more to that fine because you're speeding through a construction zone. And is speeding the, the number one offense you, you and your team are still seeing out there on the interstate this year? Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that. DUIs have kind of creeped up too. So, if you run out drinking and having a good time, um, I'm glad you did. Just be responsible and call somebody to come get you. Uh, I could don't I, don't make that risk or don't take that risk. It's just, I, it's crazy to me. Yeah, it's it's yep. really crazy to me. You go drinking and then you want to get on the freeway. I, it just yep. some so. things just make no sense. Are there any other problems outside the DUI and the speeding that you and your team are seeing on the roads? Um, always that distraction. There's so many distractions we put in our in our way in life. Um, we've talked numerous times about texting and the uh, the importance of trying to get that information out quickly, or that fear of missing out, a little FOMO and. So you got to see what happened on your phone. So those distractions are still rampant throughout. Um, we got to be paying attention to that. Um, and inexperienced drivers, too, especially with all the rain that we have seen, uh, people not kicking their crews off when there's heavy rains, so they're sliding off the road, hitting a guardrail, um, that kind of stuff. And that's just some, some people that aren't used to driving in this weather. It's been dry for many, many years, so... Um, as that water begins to pool up on the road, make sure you slow down. You know, and that's uh, that's an issue and something that I've gone over with uh, my daughter in the past. You know, the minute it starts raining, I want that cruise control off. Uh, I had a friend yeah. who experienced that and uh, the result of not turning it off. So I just, I would definitely say, you know, when you start seeing the rain, folks, we all know how it is in Wyoming. You could drive into a torrential downpour. Where just a couple of feet away, it's dry as a bone. So make sure that uh, you start seeing those drops. The cruise control comes off. Take control of your vehicle. Put down the phone. Slow down, and especially slow down in those construction zones. And if you go drinking, have a great time. Just have a safe way home. LT, I want to thank you so much for taking the time with me this morning. I know you and your team are really busy, uh, and so I greatly appreciate it. And uh, you guys make it home safe. We'll do, buddy. We'll do. And just think about this. Three weeks from today, all of our kids are back in school. So enjoy <laughs> these last few weeks of summer. And uh, school's coming. So if I just offended a teacher, I'm sorry. But... Uh, Three weeks, enjoy your summer, what's left of it, because it's coming soon. It goes so and fast. And we'll have buses and kids running around. It does. Yeah, and uh, next time you and I speak, we're going to talk about bus issues once again. Yes, we will. Uh, greatly yes, appreciate will. you, sir. All right, folks, when we come back, we're going to speak on Sheridan Association.
You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. Share. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Share to Media as part of their community commitment. Clothing Connections is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Share to Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. It's time for one of our final Sheridan County Fair hourly updates presented in part by Harlan Kubota. Turbill Builders, McDonald's, Black Tooth Large Animal Service in the Parkman Bar. What a huge night last night. Everyone's tired. The Youth Livestock Sale. Thank you, everyone, coming out, bidding on the animals that our youth presented last night. And thank you from everyone involved with the livestock sale. Today is the static pickup and get your state fair information, okay? Check out the Everything Sheridan County Fair page on SheridanMedia.com. We'll leave it up for a little bit so you can see all the photo galleries, interviews, stories, live stream, archive events. This final Sheridan County Fair update has been presented in part by, please thank our sponsors. Couldn't do it all week long without them. Heartland Kubota, the Parkman Bar, Truebill Builders, McDonald's, and Black Tooth Large Animal Service. Make sure you go to our website, SheridanMedia.com. Click on the Everything County Fair channel and take a look at what happened over the last week. Thanks, everyone, for an outstanding, successful year. Who's ready for a night they won't forget? Join Wyoming 211 as they host a lip-sync battle Friday night, August 11th at Sheridan College. Come see Mayor Bridger, Mayor Clark, Commissioner Siddle, the women of Rotary, staff from Advanced Therapy, and the Hub-On Smith. Duke it out on stage for the best lip-sync award. Tickets are on sale now at wyoming211.org forward slash events. Single tickets for $45 and two tickets for $70. Tickets include an adult beverage, appetizers, and of course, the lip sync show. See you there. If you are looking for your new Wyoming home where breathtaking mountain views meet city conveniences, then look no further than Sheridan's newest development, Riverstone Park. Premier Builders Stone Mill and Cascade Dwellings have new homes under construction that are waiting just for you. Located near the new North Main Interchange, Riverstone Park boasts paved streets and full city amenities, making your daily life a breeze. Specializing in new construction single-family homes, Jenny Redinger is your real estate expert. Contact her today at yournewwyomminghome.com. Wyoming Corporate Office is located at 30 North Gould Street in Sheridan, and they provide a myriad of services. What is a registered agent, you may ask? The real question is, what aren't they? Wyoming Corporate Office can assist you in forming your LLC or Wyoming-based corporation, provide mail forwarding service, and accept legal and financial documents, and so much more. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by the Executive Director of the Downtown Sheridan Association, Zoila Perry, and the DSA Board President. 
Kristen Herbst. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Oh, in unison. I love it. <laughs> we practice before, practice you, before you come yeah. in. Okay, one, two, three. Good morning. <laughs> All right. So how's the summer been so far? Zoila, I'll start with you. It's been really busy. We've been having, we've been doing a lot, um, a lot. Um, we have an event just about every single week in July, and we'll be getting ready to, we'll talk over some stuff that's coming up for the next month and a half. So it's been run, run, run. Yes. Uh, Kristen, how about you? How's those things been going? Uh, busy, same. Uh, you know, just trying to help Zoila as much as we can as a board and support her in that in that area. But, um, you know, between Third Thursday, the Goose Creek Polo Cup, um, plus flowers and everything, it's, it's been busy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's our busy season. The construction downtown, I can only imagine that's just another stack on the heap right sure yes. is now speaking about the uh, goose creek polo cup tell me how it went this year i think it went great yeah i mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite events that we do and i've you know we, i sold more tents so i did have more sponsors and then the number of attendees that came through the gates um was just phenomenal mm -hmm. um we didn't have um anything new that we added to our event but we've heard it from many people as not just from the general public but also from our sponsors i mean this is the event of the summer everybody looks towards this event every single year it just brings in a different ambiance you know just to be able to be at the flying age and having this great um, high goal game that they play and all the friends and family that get to come and watch I mean, some of the best polo players in the world are yes. here in Sheridan, mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, we've talked about it before on this show. It's just, it was really surprised me when I first started uh, covering things around here that polo was such a big thing mm -hmm. in our area. But uh, it makes total sense. Horse people, a horse mm -hmm. sport. Sure. You know, so it makes total sense. Yeah. I just, I want to see a bunch of old cowboys out there. I think that would be fun. That'd be a good polo game. <laughs> it would be, yes. <laughs> bunch of old cattlemen out there oh, yeah. on their horses yes. i think that'd be pretty funny to watch um yes. and who knows they might be fantastic and they mm -hmm. don't even know it. you know that's something i think we should do uh <laughs> they have to work with that with the cowboy with polo match cowboy. or something i think that'd be great it's like yeah. redneck cowboy polo. <laughs> there, exactly yeah. exactly i think they do that during the don king days I, I think believe. you're right. They do, yeah. Like a bunch of cowboys head uh -huh. out there oh, yeah. and just, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I think they use broomsticks, <laughs> yeah, like soccer balls or something. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out. All right. So how much did we raise uh, we at the about $40,000 this year, oh, which is fantastic. more than last year for sure. Now, how does DSA utilize these funds? We use it to help advocate for the Goose Creek project, um, for, the, for the shoots that will be coming up um, in a few years, and then it just goes to advocating in our mission. Now, for those who don't know what the Goose Creek project is, could you walk us through that real quick? Yes. Yeah, so the Army Corps of Engineers is working with the city of Sheridan and they're doing an, um, a study to remove those shoots. Um, you know, they've been there for such a long time that now they're, you know, with new technology and just new science, like if they remove the shoots, they can find another way to put like levees for the water. So they're still not in overflow of floods. Um, but then also if they were to do that, how do we beautify that? Yeah. Um, you know, so for DSA, we are very interested in helping with that project because if we can help beautify that you know just the vibrancy that it's going to bring to our downtown um, you know we would have to work with the stakeholders all involved but if we can gather community involvement in what people want to see we can help that come to life you know they had a 
can't remember the exact terminology, but an aquatics engineer mm-hmm. uh, went over there to Buffalo and, and put rocks in designated areas throughout their entire creek system. And when I first moved there, it was just beautiful to walk up and down the creek. Uh, my wife still does it to this day. Uh, I used to go out there and take photos. It's a lot of people would think you get an aquatics engineer out there to beautify something. We're getting too technical, but they really know what they're doing. They know how to make it look natural. And yet at the same time, they provide pools for fish and things mm-hmm. like that. And it really does kind of bring the area back. Yes. And so once those shoots are out and we're talking about the big concrete shoots mm-hmm. downtown, yes. we pull those out. We're looking at getting somebody in here to kind of do the same thing. Yes, and that's all part of the feasibility study that the Army Corps of Engineers working with the city, you know, they have professionals that they'll be reaching out to. Um, We just want to be part of that table to help bring community input on how we can help beautify this. Absolutely. Um, And I really look forward to that once that project's all done. It'll transform Sheridan's downtown. Oh, it will. Absolutely. It'll be beautiful down there. You'll be able to go down there, sit by the creek, and just listen to the water go by. Now, uh, when will the event be held next year? The Goose Creek Polo Cup. Yes, that's going to be Sunday, July 28th of 2024. All right, so make sure you put that on your calendars, folks. If you didn't make it this year, you're going to want to make it next year. How are the third Thursday gatherings going? They've been great. Um, the number of people, once again, just as- astonished me last month. I mean, people are really enjoying having um, the, the street um, festival down south this year. You know, it brings in a different ambiance. Um, it, um, we have our food truck um, area, and people love it. People are, are having a walk back and forth. Um, we have store owners that actually have little stands outside their stores oh, this year. Um, I have um, the food, um, Cross Eat Dairies, just kind of across from the DSA office, and they invite all the farmers market that have product that they sell through them there. So for us to see all those market vendors out there, um, it just brings in what a festival should be like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, really has that feel to yeah. it. So, Zoila, what do you think? Do you think this is a permanent change? Or, you know, or has it been talked about? Um, just talked about with the board and just community members that have approached me about, you know, what should we do, what you guys are going to do. This is something the board and the committee would have to really consider and talk to business owners. Um, you know, obviously next year we're going to have the construction project on the south end of Main Street. So we'll move it back up to where it's been in the years past. But, you know, maybe look at the options of having it every other year. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be great. Kind of yeah. alter it. Yeah. Uh, take that festival from one end of town to the other. Yeah. Now, uh, is there any more space left or are you and your vendors pretty set for the year? We are sold out for the month of August. Oh, fantastic. Yes. How many we have? Um, we have over 100. I can't give you the quite... <laughs> amount of number and that's because you know we have food trucks but then if we have um, some that can go on a little bit of a side street um, we're able to do that Um, I do know that um, Jill with um, Sage they're gonna do something for celebrate the arts so they're gonna have an art alley this month too which is always fantastic I love that event now uh, if if someone hasn't attended a third Thursday event what would you tell them 
I would say to come on downtown next Thursday from <laughs> 5 till 9. We will have the Dugan Irby Band playing, and we'll have lots of vendors, um, great food, and the kids always have a blast. What's the environment like? What am I going to see? Oh, that one's... Camaraderie, a lot of socialization. Yeah? Of course, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. I mean, come and be seen. You know, there's a lot of... there's, And obviously, listen to great music. Dugan is fantastic, and so... Oh, yeah. It mm-hmm. draws a crowd yeah, every time. Absolutely. Uh, so... Is uh, how is the Main Street construction project moving along? I heard that they've caught up to schedule and they're considering, uh, no word as of yet, mm-hmm. but considering maybe trying to get a little more done this year. That's what I've heard as well. Um, and if that's the case, great. Um, our uh, construction season for next summer will be shorter for us. Um, but, you know, we are um, doing the best we can, still advocating for those businesses. Um, we just had crazy days, and that was kind of a um, trying to toss up. You know, we didn't know if they were going to do good because we still wanted people to come out and do stuff at the sidewalks. I was blown away. The feedback that I received, they had the best crazy days in years. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Um, you know, even for the month of July, businesses, um, my, the feedback that I've heard is that they have more food traffic because they have to go from one end, especially during rodeo, from one side of the street all the way across Main Street to the other street to be able to watch the parade or just going back and forth. Um, but then also because they've been blocked, they have to go around the blocked area and walk to their stores and same thing with their thursday you know people are having to walk on other side of town downtown that they haven't been before Mm -hmm. so this construction i feel like it's been pretty um i mean yeah you have some negative effects to it but overall it's been positive for foot traffic anyways that's fantastic Uh, you know one thing that i'm always kind of advocating for is to just take your lunch hour if you can go down there do a little window shopping Mm -hmm. you never know what you're going to find uh, my wife, uh, everyone, <laughs> long-time listeners know, she starts buying Christmas in, uh, you know, as soon as last Christmas is done. <laughs> so we're always on the lookout for something new, unusual, and great. And a lot of times we end up finding it. Just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And I think that the community has been really, really supportive knowing that these businesses are really, you know, that this is going to put a damper on their business potentially. Yeah. And so they're a lot more aware of that. So Sheridan as a community has really stepped up to support these businesses. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's fantastic. And clearly it's showing because these businesses are, are verbally saying that, you know, we are doing a lot better than what we even anticipated. Because there, there was a lot of fear going into this summer. Oh, yeah. And I think that that has surpassed or you know they they feel a little bit more comfortable with how things are have how things have been moving along so many plans are 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 put in place years before they're executed and and why not's one of those organizations they kind of have to do this mm-hmm. uh, they've got to have their stip ready they've got to have these plans years out it's just in this situation we hit covid or mm-hmm. covid hit us and I felt like, you know, and then all of a sudden the Main Street Project's going to mm-hmm. come and kick us while we're down. But it is fantastic to hear that that is not what is taking place. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm really happy that uh, folks are getting downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoila, you and I have talked about multiple times, uh, you know, if you want to know what it could be like, mm-hmm. go to some towns here in Wyoming that unfortunately have lost their main street yeah Mm -hmm. you know uh, even just right off the top of my head i can think of four Mm -hmm. that uh, unfortunately are are on the eastern side of the state Mm -hmm. and you walk through there and it's tape on the windows Mm -hmm. 
boards, you know, it's just, it's heartbreaking to see. Yeah. Uh, so it's great to see that people are going down there, spending their money, keeping our downtown alive. Yes. Now, uh, I only have a couple of minutes left, but Zoila, what is this app with the city? Yeah. So um, they're going to be, we've been, we partner with them. Um, Stu and Trey have come up with this great app and is shared in um Beautifully historic Sheridan. And from there, you're going to be able to scan a code to look at sculptures, but then also be able to look at the building. So like a before and now um, of what the building was as well. So we'll be getting ready to do some fence art and we'll have our before buildings on these fence on the on the band we'll be, we'll have the posters printed to go on the on the banner on the ah, fence yeah. <laughs> you got it it's yeah, coming i'm trying yep. to get it all out before your, your time's up no you're good so you're good we we're got hoping plenty. to have them done here in the next couple of weeks so people can see what the buildings look like before but then also drive traffic to the app so we'll be able to take our app kind of walk through downtown mm-hmm. sheridan and basically get a history lesson yes uh, and a lot of that uh, probably not voiced over, but uh, still something like that. I've never heard of anything like this. I don't know if other cities have done this, but it's a fantastic idea because there's so much rich history mm-hmm. right here in Sheridan. Scan a building or, or a code on a building. There actually will be a golden plate on the floor um, by the sculpture. So you just scan that, that, scan that. It will bring up some sculpture, but then we'll have a different section in there with the building. And we'll get some little window um, clings for those buildings as well. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and who came up with this? Um, it was Stu at the city. Stu McRae, yeah, the Stu city McRae. administrator. Yep. That's fantastic. Yep. He's, he's clever. Trey, um, he is the one that actually built the app. And so we're hoping to get it off the ground um, as soon as possible. All right. For the rest of the time, which is about minute and a half, two minutes, the wine festival. Yes. Tell me yes. when and where. So it is our theme is dress to the nines and it's on nine nine. September 9th. It's a Saturday, so that's a change for um, the Wine Fest, but we're really excited. It's going to be in Grinnell Plaza again, starting at, I think, 5, but before we're going to have like a VIP champagne, um, little appetizers, you know, kind of some special champagne, and then tickets are $50, and so I think we, we haven't gone live with the tickets yet, though, have no, we? They'll be going live this week. Yeah, and so um, we'll have, tickets are $50, and it's just, it'll be food, wine, wine all the dressed to the nines so it's going to be a little bit more upscale do you have uh, room for sponsors or you're all filled up we are always looking for sponsors so yes mm-hmm. and and if i'm interested in sponsoring this event i just got to contact you with the dsa yep, just give us a call all right uh would you you know that number right off the yes top of your head? it is 672-8881 Fantastic. Zoila, Kristen, thank you both so much for jumping in and uh, going over this with me this morning. It's always a pleasure having you, ladies. Thank Thank you. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. It's time for one of our final Sheridan County Fair hourly updates presented in part by Harlan Kubota. Truebill Builders, McDonald's, Black Tooth, Large Animal Service, and the Parkman Bar. What a huge night last night. Everyone's tired. The Youth Livestock Sale. Thank you, everyone, coming out, bidding on the animals that our youth presented last night. And thank you 
from everyone involved with the livestock sale. Today is the static pickup and get your state fair information, okay? Check out the Everything Sheridan County Fair page on SheridanMedia.com. We'll leave it up for a little bit so you can see all the photo galleries, interviews, stories, live stream, archive events. This final Sheridan County Fair update has been presented in part by, please thank our sponsors. Couldn't do it all week long without them. Heartland Kubota, the Parkman Bar, Truebill Builders, McDonald's, and Black Tooth Large Animal Service. Make sure you go to our website, SheridanMedia.com. Click on the Everything County Fair channel and take a look at what happened over the last week. Thanks, everyone, for an outstanding, successful year. Put on your sunscreen and pool floaties because summer is finally here. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Best Real Estate Team, and I want to let you know that our best name doesn't apply to just real estate. We want you to have the best time in anything you do this summer. It's time for barbecues, baseball games, weddings, camping, and so much more. You may feel, however, that now is the right time to sell, upsize, or downsize, but your summer is already jam-packed. The Best Team is here to help. Keep your exciting summer events scheduled and let us build a plan to work around those while making your long-term housing dream a reality. Give me a call, Colton, at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net for the best summer ever. Proudly brokered by EXP. It's that time of year, Wyoming. Rally Week is here, and with that comes an influx in motorcycle traffic across the state and region, especially on Wyoming Wednesday when over 20,000 motorcyclists depart Sturgis and head to Devil's Tower and Hewlett for Ham and Jam and then on to Sundance for the burnouts that day. It's up to all of us to keep each other safe. Whether you're on four wheels or two, keep your eyes on the road, obey posted speed limits, put that cell phone down, buckle up, and drive sober. A reminder from Not paid for by Highway Safety Funds. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan and Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. August is back to school and it's time for parents to celebrate and treat themselves. Parents deserve that. Why not treat yourself to our great end-of-season deals? All dirt bikes, ATVs, and side-by-sides have been discounted just for you. Is financing available? Yep. Can-Am extended their 1.99% financing through the month of August. And because it's back to school, when you purchase a new Power Sport, you'll get a $100 gift card to Foot of the Bighorns and Sports Stop. Visit Sheridan Power Sports and purchase your new off-road vehicle today. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and July.